Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. Carol's the record. My story part two. Let's do it. Come on, y'all. I had to come back to let y'all know what's going on. I just feel it in the air. Something ain't right, man. Let's go. Mama, I feel pain in my heart. I paid the price to live my life in the dark. The drama stick, the game of politics. I try hard not to let the nonsense stick, but still, I'm fighting for my time. Yes, Lord, all the pain behind my eyes. Black man, protect my pride. Garrison records, baby, I protect my tribe. Resurrect my rise. I find comfort in knowing I'll never neglect my mind. All I hear is bad music. Incendiary words throw fuel to the fire of these mass shootings. Who could tell me I'm wrong? Maybe I am, but I still hear y'all vibing to my songs. Give it a try, put your heart in the air, release all the despair. You feel that? Yeah, I feel that too. The way this country's going, something has to come to a head. You can't keep going on like this. I just feel it in the air, y'all. Something is not right. We still keep having these issues that's holding this country back. Right. Empathize with a mother's pain. 45 throw supplies at them weeks after the hurricane. Drag his feet on real issues. But one a black man fired. Cause I won't stand. Yes, Lord, I don't stand. I won't stand. Pledge to no man or no land. That stole man. And then he hold man. Then attempt to patronize my suffering. With a cold hand. Uh, Inhale the mist of the fear. Ray Lewis got on both knees. But won't put a fist in the air. Feel it in the air. Tell me, don't you? If so, say it, y'all. Yeah, now we on the same page. The Vegas gunman on the 32nd floor. Don't blame OJ. It is what it is. Because the hate you spew out has returned to hand you what you get. Yeah. Something's not right. I can just feel it. I can feel it. You gotta bring this to the head, man. Don't you feel what I feel? I know you feel This is real. You can't hide from this. This is the truth. This is Garrison Rackets. Uh, keep my eyes on tomorrow. But I never mismanage my times of sorrow. Beg or borrow. On the strip, these extra clips. Gunfire and the bullets are hollow. Uh, give it a rest. Shots fired, they into the chest. Penetrating the flesh. Nothing left. So when you ask me why I take a knee, I do it for all those who can no longer take a breath. Oh, may God bless, baptize the black eyes of death, renew the flesh. Yeah, speak it for peace, believe it, it shall be. Seek it for the rest and let it all unfold and manifest. Oh, I can feel your pain. You don't know my pain. I told y'all, burn me to the third degree. So my mama can take the hurt from me Split me open and hand me over to Betty Jean And she'll tell you what was hurting me Mama So much is hurting me Mama So much inside is hurting me Lay me down, leave me there, leave me square Four sides alongside the rear Time is near, my reply My last four words Mama, let me die
wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake, wake, wake up out of your sleep, wake up, wake up out of your sleep, wake up, I command you in the name of Jesus, wake up, wake up out of your sleep, wake up, wake up out of your sleep. You're listening to the best DJ. Keeping the party rocking on all social media platforms. The Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Morning Show. Stay tuned for more hip hop and R&B. Fat Man West Coast. The best mixes. Playing the bangers. Don't forget to wash your hands.
You know what I'm saying? Uh, go in there and get whatever your needs may be. That's the home of two grams for twenty dollars. Two grams for twenty dollars out the door at three point five grams for twenty eight dollars out the door. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you tell Miss Brenda that Fat Man West Coast sent you, and she'll make sure that uh you get taken care of. And also go check out the uh, new dispensary on Las Vegas Boulevard. You know what I'm saying and everything. More of your high end. Uh, uh, cannabis needs, you know what I'm saying? Uh, high end strands, uh, free rolls, etc. You know what I'm saying? Just tell Miss Brenda that Fat Man West Coast sent you, and she will definitely, 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 definitely make sure that you get taken care of. Like I said, y'all, if y'all trying to hit us up, share the show, share the show. Y'all know how we do. Make sure you share the show. Call your mama, call your sister, call your brother, call your auntie, call the next door neighbor, call the people around the block, call the people on the block, tell everybody, and tell everybody at work that it's time to log on to the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show with your host, Fat Man West Coast. This morning, we got my man Ron Nigel, if I'm not mistaken, but I know Big Ron is in the building, black entrepreneur, you know what I'm saying? He has a entrepreneur's business, he has a, a, a black-owned business creating masks, all right, these high-tech, high, these high-tech definition masks, all right, uh, if you've seen in the, uh, uh, in my advertisement, uh, I made sure that I put his picture in there and made you, and, and, and showed you what the mask look like, you know what I'm saying, very different, very creative, he is on the show today to talk about black entrepreneurship and being a black, a young black business owner, you know what I'm saying, that's why we call them YBE, Young Black Entrepreneurs, you know what I'm saying, is on the show today, today is Black Business Owners Day, you know what I'm saying, y'all know how we get down, hit us up at 657-383-0199, that's 657-383-0199, if you got any questions, concerns, or anything like that, let me know what's going on in, on, on in your world, you know what I'm saying, we are still in the countdowns of shutdown out here, you know what I'm saying? They shutting down everything. 25% capacity, you know what I'm saying? I don't see how a business can survive on 25% capacity, but we are going to talk about it today. Hit us up at 657-383-0199. All your questions, concerns right here on the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show with your host, Fat Man West Coast, y'all. Let's do it. Hey, big old freak, huh? Big booty, big old tree. I'ma make him wait for the pussy. Hit it in these big old ski. Hey, feet on the bed. I fuck him up in the head. Suck it, then look in his eyes. Then the next day I might leave him on red. Hey, pop it, pop it, huh? They dreamin' by high rocket, huh? I hit my phone with a horse, so I know Tammy come over and ride it. I'm on the way, huh? Ride on that dick, I'm like, hey, hey. Usually I like to fuck, but tonight we gon' make love cause you pay. <laughs> Nobody know, I fuck with him on the low. We never show up together, but I text him when I'm ready to go. Hey, I had a couple of shots at the bar. I'm finna play with that dick in the car. I got him swerving and breaking the law. 
Leaves with no tennis so nobody talks. Ain't nobody huh. like me. Huh. Get what you need like me. Huh. Ain't nobody got up on their tips, tips, toes, and roll to the tip like me. Huh. I got him a dick he seen it. My body a drug and he need it. He begging me for the treatment. He throw a fit when I leave him. He like, baby, let me rub, let me rub on you.
candy Just back then it was like fine and dandy You used to get dressed up in double knits And your platoon jackets big with the shit The good old days was back then And the reason I reminisce called The spring again Everybody knows spring again To the girls and boys and people above this is the sound of falling love Now girls, have you ever broke up with your boyfriend And you felt that the world was coming to an end Sitting around the house pal, for no reason Just because you thought your man was geezer for a couple of days Look gloomy and gray, thinking about the old happy days All of a sudden a telephone ring He begged for your forgiveness and you know what that brings Joy and happiness to your life But what you felt like your heart was set by night I'm telling you girls, keep the man that you got Cause if you treat you might need a VD shot You know two wrongs don't make a right And if you did something wrong, don't do the same, it's not polite Please don't make this breaking up a trend Because, because It's spring again Oh, everybody knows it's spring again To the girls and boys and people above now fellas, have you ever met a girl that tried to front And wanted you to act like you was on a hunt I used to see my homeboys crying and fret For a girl that always trying to play hard to get I know I quoted myself, I must admit And said anything you want, you gotta work hard for it Need a diabolical, be upset And go out for something that a girl possessed they're really on yours like a pair of drawers They want you to be like Santa Claus They want drug dealers and four-wheelers Truck jewelry, they expect you to steal her Jeez. I know they must be bugging They better hit the streets and do their own mugging But in this case, you would just overlook her Send her on the way and say, I can't help you It's spring again Everybody knows it's spring again To the girls and boys and people apart Nigeria, and he has his own mask company that he started. 
and everything, and a couple of other companies that he started, you know what I'm saying, and uh, he's going to be on the show in just a little bit, you know what I'm saying, I want y'all to uh, give him that uh, wake your ass up morning show love, you know what I'm saying, and everything, you know what I'm saying, and this is how we do it every Monday through Saturday, all right, from 8 a.m. to at least 9.30 a.m., it depends on the list of the show and who I'm interviewing, you know what I'm saying, we do this every morning, y'all, it is the wake your ass up morning show, coming to you live and direct, y'all, Las Vegas, Nevada, you know what I'm saying? I am your host, Fat Man, West Coast, from coast to coast. I am the man with the most with the host and all that other good shit, you know. So, uh, listen, hit me up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. Press the one button. Let me know that you are in queue and that you want to speak to me or my special guest this morning. I don't want you in my lobby, roaming around my lobby, eating up all my Krispy Kremes, drinking up all my Hennessy, and somebody's been stealing my sample weed that I've been putting down in the lobby for everybody to get a little bit of the sample weed for 420. Somebody wants to take all the damn weed and everything like that. (laughs) You can't take all the weed and everything. Good morning and everything. You know what I'm saying? So listen, sharing is caring and caring is about sharing. You know what I'm saying? So y'all make sure y'all share with one another. You know what I'm saying? Puff, puff, pass. You know what I'm saying? You brush your teeth. Okay, alright, alright, so you know I'm getting things ready around here for the homeschooling, for my little girls and everything like that, y'all know what it is y'all, it is the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show y'all, coming to you from Las Vegas, Nevada, you know what I'm saying, y'all need to make sure that y'all get all your music in, all the people that's been on the show, we're getting ready to start doing the virtual reality concerts, you know what I'm saying, coming out of Las Vegas, Nevada, and a state near you, you know what I'm saying, so make sure you keep in touch, and make sure you follow us on IG, follow us on Twitter, follow us on LinkedIn, follow us on Facebook, follow us on TikTok, you know what I'm saying, to stay locked in to what we are doing, you know what I'm saying, so listen, y'all, with no further ado, I want to bring the man of the hour right here to the to the uh, to the to the line and everything. You know what I'm saying? His name he goes by the name of Ron Nige. You know what I'm saying? And uh, like I said, he is a CEO of uh, his company. You know what I'm saying? High Tech Face Mask. All right, High Tech Face Mask. He is CEO, owner, and creator of the company. You know what I'm saying? And right now. We're going to bring him to the phone in just a second. But like I said, y'all, I need y'all to give him that wake your ass up show, morning love and everything like that. Like I said, y'all, with no further ado, we are bringing to the phone Ron Nigee. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How you doing this morning, my brother? I'm doing great. How are you? Uh, we're doing wonderful. We're doing wonderful. We're doing wonderful, man. Another beautiful morning in the neighborhood out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right now, we're going to take this time, and I'm going to let you have the floor. You just introduce yourself to the world. Go ahead. How's everybody doing? I hope all is well. My name is Ronald Neji. 
I'm the CEO of a company called Prolific Portfolio. It's a holding company that actually controls the high-tech face mask under it. So how I actually met Satman was quite interesting. I had the mask on and, you know, he approached me and was interested in it. And we started discussing further into what I do in the community and he was interested in bringing me out for an interview. So that's basically where we're at right now. Right, 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 right. Uh, uh, I I also wanted to bring you on because you were a young entrepreneur and everything, and uh, uh, we was very interested in your story and uh, Mm -hmm. how to... how, how how you got started, you know what I'm saying? So kind yeah, of tell all our listeners uh, right now, you being a young entrepreneur, I understand that you uh, graduated from Harvard. Uh, no, um, actually, I went to Harvard to handle some few things, but I didn't graduate from there. I had an opportunity okay. to go there, but I didn't choose to go there. I actually moved gotcha. to Las Vegas because of the business opportunity. Because you know when the pandemic happened, right? Everybody was kind of stuck on what to do. Right. Right. You know, I worked as an accountant at a company called Stratcom in Massachusetts, and everybody was told to go home. Right. And uh, uh-huh. I was actually working from home for a minute, and then if you know, they were like, actually, we're not opening up for a while. So, now, you know, I was stuck between either staying there and you know waiting for a job or you know pursuing the opportunity where it was. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, this mask was something that one of my um, companies that I deal with were supplying and I was able to kind of sense out the opportunity from how people reacted every time I wore it, right? Everywhere I went, someone would always approach me and say, yo, where do you get that from? Right? And I'd be like, yo, right. I sell it, you know, give them a business card and they're very interested. Some people would buy it right there on the spot for me, right? right. Them, there was a couple guys that would ask me to help be vendors and sell it for me. So hearing this back and forth, I realized it was a huge opportunity where I had to take advantage of it and what better place to do that than in Las Vegas where, you know, people are out more than everywhere else in the country right now, right? Because right. everybody's stuck in the house of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. So that's where I got to. Mm-hmm. That's where you got the idea from? Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically. Was it, it, it was from having a lot of people react from the mask, right? You know, a lot of people have on the the blue hospital mask, you know, the one uh-huh. that, you know, it hand sewn or whatnot. But the ones that I have have such a strong reaction that it's it's obvious that it's a business opportunity, right? So that's where I'm at right now. Right now I have several locations. There's a JBC Tellering on four six oh one Sahara that carries my mask. And uh-huh. A few other spots that are interested in carrying them, and I'm looking to collaborate with other minority-owned businesses that have shelf space uh, interested in carrying the mask, right? So okay. that's where I'm looking to collaborate at. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Uh, um, uh, when you when you started this this business and this and the other, can you explain to the, uh, the you know to our our younger entrepreneurs and our younger unsigned artists and everything that want to get started in the business? Uh, mm-hmm. Other than the music business, can you tell them the research and everything that you had to do? The, uh, the you know what I'm saying to to make sure that you knew what you were talking about and researching the right thing and knew that you had something that was different and unique from everybody else. What was the process in that? Exactly. I mean, since since I was 16, I've always been business minded, right? Whereby uh-huh. you know I actually owned a brick and mortar location in Utah, a barbershop and a clothing store in one. So, and I also went to school 
and studies accounting and business management, right? Because okay. when it comes to anything, anything in life, you know, whether it's singing, rapping, you know, you're not gonna be good at it without putting a lot of time into it, right? So right. if it's if it's business that you want to do, then there has to be hours that you have to put into it, right? To right. be able to have the innate sense to tell what's a business idea and what's profitable, right? Then right. it's. Sometimes you you might not have you know the time or knowledge to put into the business, but you need to be able to put the right team around that understands certain aspects of it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So that's that's what I was able to do actually. There's uh, a guy named Mike from MCN Marketing in Las Vegas. I, you know, uh-huh. I met with him and he was able to help me, you know, design the math a little bit better and also create my website, right? Because I'm not an expert when it comes to the website part, but I know that. Since the whole world is moving towards an online economy, you know, if you're any business that's worth something, you have to have an online presence, right? So, right. Um, me having someone on my team that's, that's strong in that is a very important part, right? So, I was able to do that. Now, as far as um, having the research done, I really feel like you have to have a passion for what you're doing, right? Like, for example, I tell my friends all the time, I could lay around and watch YouTube videos on business documentaries for hours at a time and not right. bored, right? And if right. you can't do that, then this is not for you. You know what I'm saying? You need to find something that, that you put so much that time into that it doesn't feel like work. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Okay. Um, one of the other questions I want to ask you as far as, because uh, 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 you just struck you just you just struck the the the, uh, the, 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 the the hammer on the nail and everything when you mm-hmm. said you can sit around and you can watch business documentaries and business instruction videos and this and the other on how to get started in it for hours and hours. Yes, I can do the same thing and everything like that. Mm-hmm. You said and if you can't do that, you need to find out what it is that you want to do and that you like to do. Do you think that mm-hmm. us being a black people and being a minority people in this world today going into 2020, do you think that we're doing what we have to do or do you think that most of us is doing what we want to do and what we love to do to make an income? Mm, that's a good question, right? I mean, the way I see it, right, it's, it's like, um, for example, what I've heard, right, is that in the Jewish community, for example, you won't find, per se, two dentists on the same street, right? Okay. You won't find two doctors on the same street because everybody specializes on what they're good at, right? Right. And the thing is that we are all talented at certain things, yet we all have to put it kind of together into a group, right? That's why mm-hmm. I was telling you how as the treasurer of the NAACP at the local chapter where I'm from, um, I see the importance of organizations, right? And mm-hmm. when I'm at these meetings, I don't see any young black person in there. All I see are all the black people and white people who want to help out. You see what I'm saying? So, and I'm, and I'm wondering, you know, I've invited so many people from my school and, you know, young people, but they don't show up to these meetings, right? I'm lying, mm-hmm. complaining all the time. You see what I'm saying? So I'm right. telling them that you can be effective complaining online. That's good, you know, to get your, your voice out there. But now the action has to come behind it. You see what I mean? And what's the action? The action is, you know, coming to these meetings. You see what I'm saying? And at mm-hmm. these meetings, you're able to literally have a direct line to the powers that be, whether it's the mayor or it's the governor. If you attend the no, local NAACP meetings, no, I'm I'm sitting there talking to governing these kids. No, I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, if you attend your local NAACP chapter meetings wherever you are, you literally can bring up any issue that you have directly to the mayor, 
through the NAACP, right? So if, if every meeting I go to, I don't see any young black person in there, but I go online and I see everybody complaining, it shows that there's a divide in what needs to be done. So that's why I think it's important that we understand the power of, of organization, right? Stick it together as a team. We don't have to be best friends all the time, but we have to have a common goal in mind, right? So, yeah. Got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. And, that's, and, and, and I think that's what we all need to really focus on is the common goal is coming together. Do you think mm-hmm. that uh, do you think that we are utilizing all of our abilities by coming together and making something work, or do you think that we are hurting ourselves by being individuals and not supporting and 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 uh, uh, standing behind one another as black men? Yeah, I mean that's that's definitely an issue, right? Yeah, as I told you last time we spoke, was anything that's happening today has a link from the past. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, right. for example, there's, there's a specific reason why black men don't um, collaborate as other cultures do, per se, based mm-hmm. on the historical impact of, as we know, slavery, right? Right. Whereby, even after slavery, you couldn't even have two or three black men hanging out together as a group. It would be considered a gang, right? And, right. and just having hundreds and hundreds of years of that pressed onto your brain, it's not something that's going to be changed by words, right? We have to really, like, sit down, whether we have to sit down with some scientists, doctors, psychologists, okay, what practical steps can we take to reverse some of this impact from slavery, right? Because we see right. it every day happening, but everybody doesn't know what to do about it. Right. You're right. You're definitely right. Listen, if you're just not tuning in right now, we are sitting here talking with Ron Nigee. Okay, it's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, y'all. Black Entrepreneur segment. You know what I'm saying? If you're a black business owner, black entrepreneur, or anything, you need to be listening right now. Call a friend, tell a friend. Like I said, call your mama, call your sister, call your brother, call the next door neighbor. Tell everybody in your apartment complex, everybody in your neighborhood, that the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show is on right now. You know what I'm saying? And we are talking black business. We are talking about entrepreneurship. We are talking about being a partner. We are talking about taking your stand in life and making an impact in your community and what it is that you do. You need to be doing what you love to do and not doing what you need to do. It's a very, very, very big difference. I love getting up, getting on this radio and this, that, and the other, but I don't like going out working construction. You know what I'm saying? So I'm doing what I love to do, not what I need to do. We got to start thinking mm-hmm. like our minority people. You don't catch white people or you don't catch people of color, of other color, Koreans, uh, Latinos or anything doing this, doing what they don't like to do. They're always doing what they're happy doing, whether if they're making a lot of money, a little money or less money. Long as they're happy doing what you're doing, you only live life once. You only get this. You only get to go around this one time. So you better make it count. And you better make it mean mm-hmm. something and this and the other instead of sitting back watching your life go by because you can't make up your mind of what you mm-hmm. want to do. Or we are busy waiting on someone else to jumpstart us to move in that direction. Does that sound right, Mr. Najee? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's actually the key point to everything right there, which is, um, you know, doing what makes you feel good because that's the only way you can manifest what you want, right? Because right. you can't create what you want while you're feeling bad. 
know what I'm saying? So that's right, that's right. If it's, if it's working out, if it's, you know, hanging out with your kids, at, at that present moment when you're feeling good, that's when you should be thinking about what you want because now you're sending out that, that energy into the universe while you're feeling good. You see what I'm saying? Right, right, exactly, exactly. Listen, if you guys got any questions for my man, Mr. 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 Naji, hit us up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. You know what I'm saying? It's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, y'all. We're going to pay some bills, and we're going to be right back and pick up on this conversation because you need to have out your pens and pads so you can take some notes. We're going to be right back, y'all. Let's go. <laughs> Keep on your Oh, yeah. Keep on your We got our boy in here. Keep on your Yeah. Keep on your For the rest of the day. Yeah. You better get this on me. I'll be left out. I'm the one, you're I'm the one you want, I'm the one you need, but I won't 
With all due respect, I don't have pity for you black niggas. That's the way I feel. Screaming black lives matter or the black guys rather be deadbeats than pay your bills. Yelling nigga this and nigga that. Call everybody nigga and get a nigga mad. As soon as I say nigga, then everyone react. I wanna swing at me and call me racist cause I ain't black. Pound that then. Talking about slavery like you was around back then. Like you was picking cotton off the fucking ground back then. Like you was on the plantation getting down back then. Alright. Look. I see a black man aiming his gun. But I'd rather see a black man claiming his son. And I don't mean just for one day and you done. I mean, you still trapped in a rut. And I work my ass off and pay my taxes for what? So you can keep living on free government assistance, food stands for your children, but you still trying to sell them for some weed and some liquor. Or a fucking babysitter while you party on the road because you ain't got no fucking goals. You already late. You motherfuckers need to get your damn priorities straight. Wait. It's like you're proud to be fake, but you lazy as fuck. And you rather sell drugs and get a job and be straight. And then you turn around and complain about the poverty rate. Fuck out of my face. You can't escape problems. You can pray for some change, but can't break a dollar. Got nobody else to blame, so you blame Donald. They fucked the world with a Make America Great Connor. My boy's been back. I'm not racist. My sister's boyfriend's black. I'm not racist. My sister-in-law's baby cousin Tracy got a brother and his girlfriend's black. My head's in the clouds. Heard it's not enough jobs for all the men in your house. Maybe we should build a wall to keep the Mexicans out. Or maybe we should send them all to the ghetto for now. I'm not racist. And I never lie, but I think there's a disconnect between your culture and mine. I worship the Einstein, study to Steve Jobs, but you ride Tupac's dick like he was a fucking god. Oh my god. And all you care about is rapping and stunting and being ratchet. And that's the nigga within you. Music right in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you let your kids listen and then the cycle continues. Blame it all on the menu. Blame it on those drinks. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on white privileges. Blame it on white kids. And just blame it on white citizens. Aim it the vice president. <laughs> Watch your class clown. Niggas kneeling on the field. That's a flag down. How dare you try to make demands for this money. You gonna show us some respect. You gonna stand for this country, nigga. I'm not racist. I'm just prepared for this type of war. I heard Eminem's rap at the awards. Who's he fighting for? Y'all can take that motherfucker too. He ain't white no more. Just like you want to be so famous. You'll do anything for attention and a little payment. I can't take you nowhere without people pointing fingers. Pants hanging off your ass. You ain't got no home training. Put your fucking pants up, nigga. Put that suit back on. Take that do-rag off. Take that goat out your mouth. Quit the pitiful stuff. And then maybe police will stop killing you. Fuck you. What the fuck? I'm not racist. It's like we're living in the same building but split into two floors. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story. I wish that I knew yours. I wish that I knew yours. I'm not racist. I swear. With all disrespect, I don't really like you white motherfuckers, that's just where I'm at. Screaming all lives matter is a protest to my protest, what kind of shit is that? And that's one war you'll never win. The power in the word nigga is a different sense. We shouldn't say it, but we do, and that's just what it is. But that don't mean that you can say it just cause you got nigga friends. Nigga, that word was originated for you to keep us under. And when we use it, we know that's just how we greet each other. And when you use it, we know there's a double meaning under. And even if I wasn't picking cotton physically, that don't mean I'm not infected by the history. My grandmama was a slave. That shit gets to me and you ain't got no motherfucking sympathy, you pussy nigga. I'm sorry, you can never feel my life. Trying to have faith, but I never feel all right. 
It's hard to elevate when this country's ran by whites Judging me by my skin color and my blackness Trying to find a job and ain't nobody call me back yet Now I gotta sell drugs and put food in my cabinet You crackers ain't slick, this is all a part of your tactics Don't talk about no motherfucking taxes When I ain't making no dough You think you know everything but you don't You wanna copy our slang and everything that we know Try to steal black culture and make it your own Whoa Fuck, I'm exhausted. I can't even drive without the cops trying to start shit. I'm tired of this systematic racism bullshit. All you do is fall shit. This the shit that I'm false with. And you don't know shit about my people. That's what bothers you. You don't know about no fried chicken or no barbecue. You don't know about the two-step or no loose change. You don't know about no two chains or no Kool-Aid. You don't know. And even though Barack was half as black, you hated President Obama. I know that's a fact. You can't wait to get him out and put a cracker back. And then you gave us Donald Trump and I was payback for that. I'm not racist. I never lied, but I noticed a disconnect between your culture and mine. Yeah, I praised Tupac like he was a fucking god. He was fighting for his life way before he fucking died, nigga. Die, nigga. And all you care about is money and power and being ugly. And that's the cracker within you. Hit it all in your brain and slowly start to convince you. Then you teach it to your children until the cycle continue. Blame it on Puerto Rico. Blame it on OJ. Blame it on everybody except for your own race. Blame it on black niggas and blame it on black citizens. Aim at the black businesses. I ain't saying I'm innocent, but... I might be any day now, treating everybody how you want in any way how. I swear North Korea about to bomb us any day now, and now I'm ducking every time I hear a fucking plane now. Shit. You know I make a lot of sense, but you just can't admit it. When Eminem went against Trump, that was the illest. Cause even though he's white, he let us know he's standing with us. I'm not racist, but I cry a lot. You don't know what it's like to be in a frying pot. You don't know what it's like to mind your business and get stopped by the cops, and I know if you about to die or not. You worry about your life, so you take mine. I love you, but I fucking hate you at the same time. I wish we could trade shoes, but we could change lives, so we can understand each other more, but that'll take time. I'm not racist. It's like we living in the same building, but splitting to both sides. I'm not racist. But there's two sides of every story, and now you know mine. Can't erase the scars with a bandage. I'm hoping maybe we can come to an understanding. Yes, sir. Agree to disagree, we can have an understanding. Yes, I'm not racist. I'm not racist. You got to wake your ass up more in the show. Coming to you live and direct, Las Vegas, Nevada, y'all. You know, I play this song. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, this is my man, Jordan Lucas. Every day, you know what I'm saying? When we step outside this door, you know what I'm saying? Uh, people don't understand when you have a target on your back. It, 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 it makes it even more pertinent. It makes it even more important that you make it. Now, you may ask me and say, well, what do you mean by when you make it? I don't know. That's up to you. I don't know what it is when you feel that you've made it. But usually they say when we've made it, they measure it on success and money and our level and what we're doing in society and this, that, and the other. I say we made it just by waking up in the morning because the good Lord woke us up. That's a start. So we need to be thankful for that. What do you think about that, Mr. Najee? Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree with what you're saying. I mean, at the same time, you know, I see it as, you know, um, we still have to look in the mirror when it comes to figuring out how to solve whatever dilemma that we feel that we're in, right, as a people. You know, um, for example, right, there's a stat that always surprises me when I hear it, which is uh, only 5% of black-owned businesses 
have employees, right? Right. So that means ninety five percent of any black owned business out here is one man owned. You know what I'm saying? One man team. See right. What I'm that yeah. that's why one of one of the things I'm working on right now is to form an organization whereby we have a team ready to help out several entrepreneurs that have ideas or you know, semi profitable businesses where we have mm-hmm. a lawyer that's ready to help them with their legal. We have accountants from what I studied, me and a few other people. And we have a marketing team that can help them with their website. So we, we can just like put that ready for people that want to call in or write us and tell us what they're working on. And we'll try to do programs to start with and then raise money via, you know, donations or whatnot to where we can mm-hmm. support the team that's helping support the businesses. Because until we're able to, you know, employ and hire people from our community, right, mm-hmm. we're always going right. to be at the mercy of somebody else. You know what I'm saying? Right. And right. now that we're in a pandemic, that's even something that's less likely to happen, right? So right. we have to figure out how to collaborate and use our skills and talents to help each other out, right? Okay. Okay. True. True. You're definitely, you're, you're definitely, definitely uh, true. What do we, now, 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 the one thing that we do run into in our black community is mm-hmm. skepticism. Uh, we mm-hmm. are, it seems like we are born skeptics. Now, I'm not going to speak as um, people are minority people, black people as a whole. I'm going to speak as myself because I always mm-hmm. use myself as an example. I've been the biggest skeptic, uh, mm-hmm. I think, since day one. And mm-hmm. that comes from seeing my mother trying to start something and people were against her. My mother was in the plus size industry. This is why I'm in the plus size industry. Mother was in the mm-hmm. plus size industry when I was a child. Okay, um, mm-hmm. I used to, this is the reason why I date plus size women because of my mother. I used to stand there and watch mm-hmm. my mother get dressed for work and things like that. There, and I used to think she was the most beautiful and radiant woman in this world because of her size and the way she carried it and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if our listeners know that, and I don't know if they've they've uh peeped you that you have a slight accent, you know what I'm saying? Where do you originate mm-hmm. from? Yeah, I was born in Lagos, Nigeria. Right. Okay. And both my parents were born there also. And uh, I'm the grandson of a chief in the area. When he was okay. out there, he did a few things, such as, you know, he introduced the people to Western clothing. You know, before he came into power, they were wearing mostly leash and stuff, you know, to cover themselves. And he was able to, you know, provide them with clothing. He also um, introduced uh, a new law whereby women were allowed to become educated in the area. Before him, mm-hmm. you know, women couldn't go to school, and he was also said to have the first car in the area. So, this this uh, information is actually something that I just found out in the last like three, four years of my life, right? Okay. And before that, you know, I was. Hello. <laughs> okay. Hello. Yeah, we're here. Hi, sir. Yeah. Um, I was saying, I was based on the path to what most of those black males are when it comes to what our path is, right? What our our highest aim is, which is probably to be as rich as Jay-Z or to become the best rapper or something, right? Uh-huh. Because right. we usually don't have role models that are in the business world or role models that, that really make, you know, a lot of societal impact. 
right? Right, so right, okay. After finding out this information about my grandfather, you know, even though my parents were highly educated, my dad is a professor in Massachusetts, and my mom is a she was a registered nurse and she passed away two years ago or whatnot. But, okay. you know, as far as, you know, me aiming for something where I felt like this was like something that was in my vision, I was looking more towards the rap path and also like, you know, business minded path, right? But after right. finding out that my grandfather did a lot of things that were instrumental, I started becoming more involved in the community via the NAACP and, you know, different gotcha. things as far as passing out food every week or whatnot, right? Because I think, right. I, mean, I know, because when my mom passed with her funeral, what I noticed was that a lot of people were not talking about how much money she had or accomplishments she made. They were talking about small things that she did to impact their life, whether it's giving food or send them clothes, right? So right. I started realizing that those things are very important, and that's kind of what you're into my hair right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. That's what I'm talking about. If you guys are just joining in with us, it's the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Hit us up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. We are sitting here talking with my man, uh, Ron Nigee. Okay, Ron Nigee is a black entrepreneur out here in Las Vegas, Nevada. You know what I'm saying? And been doing this thing in the community, working with the NAACP, and making sure that... Uh, that our community stays rich. Now, when I say the community stays rich, I mean rich as in um, your commodities, your businesses, your branding, things like that. I know me and uh, Mr. Uh, Najee had a uh, Najee had a conversation yesterday, and we were talking about uh, the minerals and things like that that they're going to be looking to go to Africa and southern africa and everything over there you know what i'm saying it's getting within the levels of sea uh, 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 the bottom of the sea because that's where all these great minerals and everything that we need in america now they're just now discovering that so now the race is on you know what i'm saying and everything uh we were discussing that yesterday you know what i'm saying so we want to make sure that we touch bases but first i want to make sure that i let people know and give a big shout out to everybody that's listening right now. We want to uh, give a shout out to all 29,416 people that's listening right now. Big shout out to you. We have uh, the United States checking in at 84.3%. United Kingdom checking in at 6.48%. Spain checking in at 3.1%. Germany checking in at 1.47%. And Russia checking in at one7 1.27%. We also have uh, Australia in the house. India is in the building. Pakistan is in the house. Uh, who else? Yemen is in the house. Egypt is in the building. Nigeria is in the house. Angola, Nambia, South Africa, Botswana, Zimbabwe. Uh, who else is this? Um, hold on. Uh, we also have Morocco in the house, Spain, France, of course, United Kingdom, Sweden, Finland, Russia, Canada, M- Mexico, and Argentina. What's going on, everybody? We appreciate y'all rocking with us and listening to us this morning. Like I said, this is our entrepreneurs 
uh, business segment, you know what I'm saying? We do this every day, Monday through Friday, you know what I'm saying? If you have a black-owned business out there and you want to get it the exposure and the recognition that it needs and get people to start patronizing and get our black people to start working with one another and patronizing each other's business, then you need to hit us up here at the morning show, you know what I'm saying, the Wake Your Ass Up morning show. Hit us up at fatman702 at gmail.com. That's P-H-A-T-M-A-N 702 at gmail.com. Let us know what you do. Let us know where you're at, and we can get you on the morning show and everything and talk about your business and put some light on your business. You know what I'm saying? So uh, other than that, um, Mr. Najee, where can they find you at? How can they find you? How can they purchase? How can they see your mask and everything like that? How can they get in touch with you? Yeah, um, I have my Instagram, which is uh, IGWE. Underscore N N E J I. So it's Igwe Neji. Okay. Um, and my website where you can purchase the mask at, and also if you do buy a mask, 10% of all proceeds goes to developing countries. Um, okay. My goal is to use that money um, effectively to fund small businesses in you know developing oh. countries such as Nigeria or whatnot, right? Yes. So yes. Um, my website is uh, for the web, for the mask is N as in Nancy, N as in Nancy. E J I Supply S U P P L Y dot com. So Neji Supply dot com. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's what's up. Listen, I think we have somebody here that may want to ask you some questions. We go into the two one five area code twenty nine ninety nine. Yo, used to wake up used to wake your ass up morning show. You're live and direct. Who is this? Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello, hello. hello. How you doing? Hello. I'm doing all right. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Who are we speaking with? This is Leo Black from Big Bad Deep. Leo Black from where? Leo Black with the F. Big Bad Big Bad Divas in out of Ohio. Oh, okay. okay. All right. All right. What's the, how you doing this morning, sir? I'm doing all right. My first time calling for the show and so far I'm loving it. I'm really liking the topic that you got going on right now. It's mm-hmm. the same that um, usually I'm at work at this time, so I can't really um, listen in every day. And, well, um, you know our show, our show uh, archives. Content. Yeah, our show archives. Yeah. You can always okay. listen in when you get in from work and everything like that. Um, uh, I know we were talking about black-owned businesses. Do you have? Do you, are you starting one, yeah. or would you like to get one started, or? I actually have my own yeah business. I uh, started the company back in 2006. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right, and the company is. Go ahead, tell us what the company's about. So, my company is doing marketing and advertising for plus size mm-hmm. models and content creators. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. We're actually going to launch a TV network at the end of this month. So really? it'll be the first ever. Yeah, first ever um, TV network that is dedicated to the plus size community and is going to uh-huh. uh, feature plus size hope. Wow. wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. We need to, we, yeah, that's it. We need to talk. We need to talk, man. I know plenty, plenty <laughs> plus size models and everything like that. I'm uh, very connected to the plus size community. And, uh, uh, we are getting ready to launch uh, a plus size magazine in in January called Inner Beauty uh, yeah. for 
for yeah, plus size models. But we're we're putting the class back in the BBW industry, not ass. Okay, oh. and everything. I think that makes a, I, I think that makes a big difference right now. You know what I'm saying? We need to put yeah. the class back in it and, and cover up some ass. Yeah, Don't get me wrong. I love it. I love it to death. And this, that, and the other. But yeah. if we're trying to do and make a statement, make a movement, to, you know, and, and be consistent on something, then we all got to start thinking the same way and everything. Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Uh, exactly. well, do, do you have a website where people can go and see your business? Yeah, I got several websites. Um, so the first, my main website is called BigBadSavages.com. Okay. Yeah, bigbadsavages.com. Big bad. Uh, B-I-G. Savages.com. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'm trying to write that okay. down, too. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then Definitely. the other site, which is going to be the TV network. So the TV network is going to be streaming online. It's going to also be streaming live on social media like Facebook. And it's also going to be um, streaming on um, platforms like Ruku TV. So that's going to be ready at the end of the month. It's going to be a TV network called Zebra and Lion TV. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I just sent you a text. And everything. So that way we can get together. Um, Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Najee, um, mm-hmm. what, what type of advice or what type of uh, – how can we work? How can we all work together? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely a conversation we could all have offline, but I right. definitely see how we can collaborate, right, when it comes to involving the culture more because, you know, mm-hmm. that's where you see more of the plus-size models that we get to love, right? Right, so exactly. So yeah. that. That sounds very promising, right? And and yeah, um, you yeah. you having such a extent experience from, from your mom having you know plus size business to you being yeah. in the industry for so long, I mean it's the perfect collaboration. See that, that's my whole point right there. It's like collaboration is what's gonna get you the dream that you want, right? Gotcha. Um, I've gotcha. tried to do businesses by myself, and I realized you can't do business by yourself. You have to call people. You have to be out there. That's how me and you met. Exactly. Right? Me, me, exactly. me being at the store. Me being yes. at the store, and you walked up to me, yes. and I gave you my business card. Next thing you know, you walked back up to me like two minutes later. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Yes. A lot of people will yes. be too shy to even come back that second time. But if you want it, you got to go get it. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. And I mm-hmm. find everyone interesting. Everything that everyone is doing is interesting because my thing is this. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's just like I've had people want to buy my radio station. And people will go, would you sell it? Hell yeah, for the right price. And they go, well, why? I said, because then I will have the seed money to really do it the right way. And I said, and mm-hmm. they're not getting my voice. They're not getting Fat Man. They're not getting West Coast. They want the name. Mm-hmm. They want the name, mm-hmm. and they want the name and the following and this, that, and the other. Not knowing when you switch up in the ball game like that, people are going to go, where did West Coast go? Where, did, where, where, where radio station he on now? Oh, he building his own, yeah. another one? Okay, mm-hmm. I'm going over here. But they wanted to make mm-hmm. that investment yeah. to do whatever it was that they wanted to do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been trying mm-hmm. to tell our people now about entrepreneurship and everything like that. People looked at Trump and, yeah, Trump and whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah, he was an idiot, but he was a businessman. He bought mm-hmm. a property. He bought so, a property, I, you know what? paid on that property, I, I, and then he got it back in taxes. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. If he cashed the way, it. The way I see it is, um, if anybody's going to do their business model after Trump's organization, they're going to end up in ruins in the end. Mm-hmm. Because True. People, people in New York, people in New York, right, they have mm-hmm. stories and stories and stories how he um, ripped off his, his employees. Of course. He, um, he basically just um, um, bait and switched his customers. Mm-hmm. He also basically screwed over his partners. So mm-hmm. I guess he did. Anybody trying to do their business is going to, um, after Trump, karma is going to hit them real bad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But you take exactly. the blueprint. You take the blueprint of that. The blue, the blueprint don't duplicate it. You know, yeah. You take the the, the blueprint been there. The blueprint been there. It's been there in our community. We just ain't had brothers like yourself, or when brothers like yourself did mention it, it was silenced because Mm -hmm. they didn't want to turn us all on to the to the cookie. They didn't want you turning us all on to the key. You was like, look here, you get this key and turn that lock. We ain't got to worry about this over here. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then we all could walk through this door. But instead of turning the key and turning the lock, or I'm crawling through the window and ain't even trying to hold the window open for you to get through either. You know what I'm saying? That's where the yeah. problem comes in at. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think, yeah. I, think, I, think, I think the fact that, you know, America right now, right, you can say it's the the best place in the world to invest. You said it's place to put your money in, right? So, the, why is mm-hmm. it that the culture is not is not thriving in this environment, right? Right. It goes back to my point on collaboration, right? For example, mm-hmm. I've been to several cities and talked with businessmen, and it seems like to find a black lawyer is like trying to find uh, a diamond in, in the sand. Or something, yeah, you know what yeah, yeah. It's like, right. why is that? You see what I'm saying? Is, mm-hmm. Why shouldn't there be an organization where we're able to easily access black business lawyers that can help us navigate whatever tax issues we have or legal issues we have. You see what I'm saying? Right. So that's that, that's why, like, instead of me waiting for somebody else to form the organization, I'm looking to make a call out to all the black business lawyers. I don't know where you are. Please contact me so we can figure out how to, you know, solve this issue that we have whereby only 5% of black-owned businesses have employees where we can't even hire our own people and we're complaining about poverty because we right. look in the mirror and see what we're doing wrong. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I don't know. I don't know. This is a question I posed to the both of you. If that's the case, and we we're not hiring our own people, is that we're hiring our own, we're not hiring our own people by choice? It's because we don't have an organized structure whereby we're, where we to access funds. For example, there there's several grants out here whereby you know the government has put aside literally money for specific black businesses. But right, if you go around right. and ask, ask 100 black businesses right now, do you know how to access those funds? Nine, nine no. of them will probably say no. You see what no. I'm saying? So no. that's, that's the issue right there, right? It's not right. that it's not opportunity. It's that we're not organized and targeting the opportunities efficiently. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. The, the way, okay. The, the way I see it is um, with me, I always try to give, you know, black people um, first preference when it comes to hiring. So first thing I just mm-hmm. look at um, at the skin color. Then I look at mm-hmm. where they're from because I'm Jamaican. So if I'm if I meet somebody that's also Jamaican, I'm going uh-huh. to give them preference to try to hire them. But okay. then I look mm-hmm. at their qualifications. So I look mm-hmm. at their qualifications to see, okay, what are their skill sets? What are their experience? What are their certifications? 
And the sad truth is that a lot of times when I'm doing the hiring, um, people that are not black, they have more qualifications. They have mm-hmm. more, um, how can I say, uh, more uh, skills. I got you. More experience in everything. Yeah. Got you. So, 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 so I, I give anybody a person of color the benefit of the doubt, So, which means, you know, they want to come in. If they want to come into the office or whatever um, to work, if they're late or they, you know, something, I give them, you know, a little more leeway. But mm-hmm. all of that is kind of just hurting the business in the end. So, so when 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 I try to find qualified applicants, sometimes it's like you have to go outside your race to find mm-hmm. that person that you're looking for. Yeah, yeah. I mean, see, like it, it kind of goes to what like Nipsey Hussle was trying to do when it comes to like in in technology and you know okay. going to the youth and teaching them things like that, right? Uh huh. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it seems like a lot of times when the, when the young black males come out, they're not, you know, looking towards those sectors, you know, that can get them hired, right? So right. That's part of what we have to do in this generation to put them on the right path, because at the end of the day, even sports, as you see, can be shut down, right? So, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need to work on things like that. But I was going to ask you, right? Being that you're the first one you know, to come out with a plus size TV channel, can you kind of explain to us your your path on how you got there? Okay, so so yeah. the, the main focus is just to have original programming. It's just, mm-hmm. just to have that, just have that presence of having like a plus size person in the shot, hosting the TV mm-hmm. show, um, talking about being the main main person in like the reality show, versus in gotcha. being in the background or being like sometimes like the the pun of the joke, or being like a mm-hmm. minor character. So, because mm-hmm. this type of this this type of interest is is trending upward, and it's growing mm-hmm. worldwide. Mm-hmm. Yes, so you're right. I already have come up with yeah, I already have come up with different type of pilot shows that I think that's going to attract like a a large race audience because I've been in the TV industry for almost twenty years. I've wow. been working with so many. Telecom companies. I started working on TV production since I was a teenager, so I kind of mm-hmm. have a a really good idea of what people want to watch. And one thing that that nobody's doing, no kind of streaming platform or um, TV network or cable provider has any kind of plus size um, show. No, if it is, it's it, something that's kind of maybe derogatory or something that's not really uplifting. Now, mm-hmm. uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna interject something um, uh, that me and uh, Mr. Uh, Najee was speaking about yesterday, and that's confirmation. Now, back mm-hmm. in what was that? Probably oh nine, oh maybe oh the uh, the 2013, 2014. VH1 tried to mm-hmm. come out with a plus size show. I pitched an idea to them yeah. and sat down with them and everything like that because I had the music because at that time I was yeah. on tour doing doing the uh, mm-hmm. plus size resorts with my music. Okay, I make plus size music mm-hmm. for big girls and everything. My dancers are big girls. My clothing line and this and the other. Da, 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 da. They was looking at me and going, huh, and once they found out my background, they wanted me around to pick 
You know what I'm saying? Well, Mr. Mobley, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. And I go, well, now you want me to do consulting. Um, don't I get paid for that? You know what I'm saying? Well, uh, you know, we were just wondering if you're not going to have me on your show and this, that, and the other. Bottom line, long story short, they took the show, ran with it, and everything. It only it didn't even last a season. Why? Because, yeah. Why? Because they only had they only had Caucasian everything. Right. Yeah. They only had at that mm-hmm. point in time. The industry was ready, but they wasn't ready because you. It was a. It, they wanted to try and make it a spinoff. Of, of uh, flavor, flavor of love. And yeah, I told yeah. him, I said, I first of all, I said, first of all, you're not gonna, you're not gonna get big girls to come on the show and be insulted. Not gonna mm-hmm. get big girls to come on the show and be spit on and all that shit and this that, and the other. That ain't gonna work. And everything. If you're gonna do something mm-hmm. that's gonna capture that audience, you got to bring out the romance. You got to bring out the elegance. It's not about the ass. It's about the class. So now you're dealing with a whole totally different caliber of plus size woman. We got our dancers, we got our, our twerkers, we got our booty shakers, we got our cougars, we got our youngsters, and then we got our classic romantic romantics. And if anybody's in there in the industry like I am, they would know that. So this is why the TV shows don't work, and they won't sit down and talk to a person yeah. like myself or yourself. To go, hey, what do we need to do? What do we need to capture that eye? Why? Because it ain't nobody at our, it ain't nobody sitting at that table our color. Mm-hmm. You notice everybody that sits at the table is not our color, but they try to know more about our culture. I would rather go to you or my man Ron and sit there and go, look here, man. Uh, I'm trying to come out with some masks. And I need big girls to wear. Okay, mm-hmm. you two are plugged yeah. in. What do I need to do? You may go, okay, well, hell, let me call up a couple of my models. You go, hell, well, let me give you a couple of my masks. And it's that, yeah, you <laughs> got a clothing you. line? I yeah, I do. What? I got a T-shirt line. See what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Uh, and that, that's the thing that, that, that we, need, we need some cohesion because there's a show on the History, on the history um, Channel, right? It's called mm-hmm. Porn. Uh, the um, um, porn stars, right? Okay. This guy mm-hmm. named Rick. He owns a porn shop in um, Arizona, and okay. any other time somebody brings some kind of item to his, his porn shop, he says, mm-hmm. "You know what? I know a guy that knows about this. I know a guy mm-hmm. that knows about this." So he doesn't right. know sometimes about the item that people trying to pawn point to his shop, but he always has some kind of ex- expert around him that's helping yeah. him run the mm-hmm. business. So he mm-hmm. don't make a bad decision. So, so he right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Because, you know what I'm saying? Finance, like I tell people, finance right, yeah. it has but, the but, word but, finesse in it. You feel me? So you can get up? finesse if you don't know. Right. You keep, you keep mm-hmm. in mind is is now the plus size industry is exploding and yes, it's getting it bigger and bigger. Back in 2013, <laughs> it was like people didn't, some people didn't even know what, what BBW was until Drake said it in his song. Yeah, ain't that about you know? a bitch? Ain't that about so a bitch? Like I didn't had, so yeah. had that shit tattooed across my body since tattoos came out. And you still got, or mm-hmm. you get the thing of women. Okay, so then you can explain this to me because I, I kind of get it, but I really don't. So then they didn't know until Drake said it, but then again, you had the ones that got insulted when he did say it. And I'm like, what the hell? You ain't never happy. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, am I right or wrong? Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or you can approach somebody and go, oh, you're a beautiful BBW. I ain't no BBW. I'm just a thick woman. Okay, then I don't think y'all know what thick BBW, SS BBW plus size is. You know what I'm saying? Right. And you get into confrontation with certain women because of the title. Sweetie, yeah. all I'm just saying is that you're beautiful. Your big ass is beautiful, no matter how big your ass is, okay? <laughs> and everything. I'm Ooh. loving you. Yeah. You and them crinkled over shoes and shit like that there. Get you some heels, it's going to work, darling. And everything <laughs> like that. Don't come up in here talking to spouting and this, that, and the other, and your shit ain't together. You know what I'm saying? And everything. When a woman looks at a man, the first thing she look at is his shoes to see if they ran over Mm. and if they've been used or dusty or anything like that. Watch that next time you're a pregnant (laughs) woman. They'll look you up and then look straight down at your feet. That's what big mama does. Even even guys, though. Guys look at your shoes, too, up the back. Everybody looks at your shoes up the back. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But a a woman going to look at it as far as the status, the status quo, and this Mm -hmm. and the other. Fellas going to look at it Mm -hmm. just to see what you're rocking. And then yeah, again, yeah. you never know. They might be smoking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And everything. <laughs> Listen, everybody, you got to wake your ass up more to show y'all. We are live in effect, you know what I'm saying, all the way from Las Vegas, Nevada, you know what I'm saying, and everything like that. Hit us up at 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199. We going to pay some bills, y'all, and be right back, you know what I'm saying, and close out the show. We got two great people on the phone right now, you know what I'm saying? So listen, if you're trying to call in, hit us up, 657-383-0199. That's 657-383-0199, y'all. Hit us up, you know what I'm saying? Let us know what the hell is on your mind. You are listening to Unsigned Hype Radio, a.k.a. the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, with your host, Fat Man, West Coast, live from downtown Las Vegas. You're listening to the Unsigned Hype Radio, a.k.a. the Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show, live from Las Vegas. You're listening to the best DJ, keeping the party rocking on all social media platforms. The Wake Your Ass Up Morning Show. Morning Show. Stay tuned for more hip hop and R&B. Fat Man West Coast. The best mixes. Playing the bangers. Don't forget to wash your hands. Let's go. 
my grind on. But I need a good groove. I wanna lose control. Let me spend up getting crunk too. Making money you never saw I don't 
Give me three gallons of low lead. Give me two hot dogs and a strawberry soda. It's a real motherfucker. 